0: Welcome to Not In The State with me, National Core. In today's episode, we want to discuss uh, the affordable housing agenda by the government, the government of Kenya, and also the housing levy. I will try and tie the two together um, and prosecute. Just try to understand the agenda of the government to do affordable housing and, and the plans that they have. Illustrate for you the concerns that are. Uh, I have with the finance bills in relation to the construction sector, and also look at the uh, government affordable housing agenda, whether it will succeed or not. Um, We discussed this, I think, in a previous episode, but it would be good to uh, ventilate on it again, uh, as I said, in the context of the housing, of the finance bill that has been passed by government. Now. let me prosecute first the, the, the concerns I have with the finance Bill 2023 and my issues with it in, in the context of the construction industry. Um, there are certain concerns that, that personally I feel are going to negatively affect the construction sector and I want to discuss what are these concerns and then we'll discuss the housing levy and the affordable housing at, uh, at, at some point in this uh, discussion. Now. There has been a big debate about the finance bill 2023. And I mean, we've had a very really robust debate uh, about this finance bill that, that is now an answer. Now, what issues do I have with the housing levy? And I'm going to talk in the context of the construction sector. First of all, my concern is on the 10% taxation on, on imported materials. Uh, There is an attempt to put this, like, we want to be in local capacity, which, honestly, it would be foolish for someone to say we don't want to be in local capacity. I am for local capacity. It's a good thing. But the thing is, we are in the construction industry that that has a a ballooning cost of construction. All right? The ballooning cost of construction. Our cost of construction is, is growing. And even with the importation that we've been having, and no one wants to import materials that are cheaper locally. There's nobody does that. People import because it is cheaper to import than to buy a local. So when you force people to buy a local, what you simply mean is that you're forcing the cost of construction to go up. I mean, there's no two way around it. The reason we go to buy tiles whatever we go to buy them, in China, in Dubai, in Italy, is because those tiles are cheaper in those nations. Those tiles are cheaper in those countries than they are local. So if you force us to buy a local by putting a levy on, on important materials, then you're, forcing the, you're, you're definitely telling us the cost of construction is going to go up. Because if I was going to buy a tile outside there and save money, you're not forcing me to buy a local because there's an importation level you have slapped the construction, the important materials with. Then, definitely, I'll go local as you want, but then my cost of construction is going to go up. That is one of my key issues I have with the finance. Because the construction sector, I think, in my estimation, imports almost 70% of materials. We, we, we import nearly everything of the construction industry. And, With that importation, which we import to save, still look at the cost of construction. It's still up, all right? So we are importing nearly everything in the construction sector. And I don't think we're going to stop importing because of this levy. What is going to happen is because people are in business, people build for commercial purposes, people build to sell, to rent, the cost of the housing, the cost of construction is just going to go up. And when it goes up, Developer will simply pass them to the to the buyer, to the tenant. There's no other way. So the finance bill is increasing the cost of construction. There is no way you can sugarcoat that. If by just that levy alone, the cost of construction, the cost of construction in this country is going to go up. Alright? So when you slap the cost of uh, 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 you put a tax on importation and uh, the, the, the 10% tax i think it's called importation and investment or something that cost we're going to pass it over to the user the end user so we expect to see housing prices still going up because developers and business it will acc- accommodate all the costs and pass it to the to the end user there's no other way around it all right and we import a lot of things, we import all tiles. Uh, you'll expect it when you you, when you increase the you slap a tax on importation cost, then there will, be a, there will be an initiative to lower the cost of production locally. Because one of the key problems we have in this country is our production cost is very high. If a manufacturer of, of tile, uh, from putting the tile in raw materials, to when the tile goes out, and it calculates its taxes and everything, You'll find that the sale price of that time local is quite high, and that's why people are forced to go outside, because real estate has become so competitive. It's become so tight. It's become a buyers' market. All right. So developers are looking for ways of how how do they reduce the cost of construction and remain competitive? What what uh, advantage can they exploit to lower cost of construction and lower sale prices so that they can beat their next-door neighbor? That's the competition now. Now, by simply slapping this 10% taxation on important materials, the government has raised the cost of construction. And and when you look at it in terms of the government is still in the business of one of the agendas of doing affordable housing, then you you, you find that there is no coherence. There is incoherent policy statements. That is, for me, is one of my biggest problems. Number two issue that I have with finance bill is on Is on uh, clinker. They have slapped another ten percent taxation on clinker. Now, let's discuss this clinker. We 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 have a forty percent deficit on clinker in this country. Forty percent deficit, and uh, of that forty percent, we usually import sixty percent from India. So we have forty percent deficit. And then we import 60% of that 40% from, from Egypt. Alright? Are we going to increase capacity for clinker overnight? We will not. It's not possible. Unfortunately, it's not possible. So what is going to happen in the meantime? Because the the issue here, the proponents of this says no, we have capacity to, to produce enough clinker locally. I don't want to agree or disagree. But my concern is up to a few months ago, we had a deficit of 40%. Are we going to achieve that deficit within a month, two months, three months? The answer is no. It will take some time before we achieve that, realize that deficit that has been there in Clinker. That is the truth. So while it could be a good initiative, my suggestion was we will have had a moratorium period on this discussion on Clinker. We will have said yes. Um, we have capacity to produce clinker locally, uh, and, and in that scenario, we will impose a taxation on clinker imported clinker. But we give it a moratorium for more six months. So let it start in January 2024, so that within six months, the local companies that intend to produce more clinker can have opportunity to realize that capacity, and then impose the taxation on clinker. That is more realistic for me. That is more realistic for me. But when you you want to impose it to start in July, when very well that even the people that intends to realize that deficit of 40% will not realize it in a month, you're going to raise the cost of, of cement. Klinga is a key component in cement production. So what are we saying? Again, the cost of construction will go up. Cement is at the threshold of any construction structure in this country and globally for that matter. So the 10% taxation on clinker, it may be good in terms of inviting uh, local production of clinker. The best approach would have been to delay it for even six months. Have a moratorium period of that taxation. What was the hurry? So that uh, the companies that produce clinker, and I, I know there are two companies that are intending to produce clinker, give them six months to build those plants and realize all those things. And once we realize that, look, now we have a capacity to produce enough clinker for our market, even enough to export, then slap uh, that 10% taxation on, on imported clinker. That would make sense. That would make sense. But that is not the case. What is being done here? We want to put a taxation on clinker from from July. And. Uh, and this clinker debate is going to get more interesting because I think there are about two companies that produce clinker. I know this intention of two others to get into that uh, production forum. But, I mean, I was wondering how rival cement companies will buy clinker from their rivals, from their competitor. So, competitor A, B, so you have four companies, A, B, C, and D. So, A and B produces clinker. D does not. They're all producing cement. So D has been importing cement from wherever it is, Egypt, wherever it is that we imported importing. But now D, because the of clinker is becoming expensive, D is being forced to buy a clinker from A who is their cement competitor. Of course they will sell for them expensively so that they can drive them out of market. And with the time, we'll create monopoly of these clinker manufacturers. we we'll love one or two players only producing clinker. And then they begin to manufacture those pricing of clinker. We will drive this clinker cost up, that's going to happen. Because when we have one or two people cap- capacity to produce clinker, and the cost of the importation of that clinker again has been is expensive, they will, they will collude to drive prices up. Those for me are my concerns with this transition of clinker. Semite is on the threshold of any industrializing company. Kenya is industrializing. We are growing. Even by definition of a third world company, we are a growing company. There is no better growth of infrastructure than clinker, than cement. It's at the center of it. The cost of cement being lowered should be a priority for a government that wants to achieve affordable housing. And I do not think you're going to lower it with monopolies of companies that are probably are driven by vested interest in government to, to, to remove their rivals from the market. That is not how we achieve affordability. So clinker cost. Taxation on clinker cost is another concern I have for finance. I've talked about the cost of importation. And by the way, if you look at cumulative, you'll find almost a 30% tax increase in this environment, of, in the environment. So I've talked about the cost of slapping every imported construction material, 10%, and then there's another 10% on clinker. Number three is the fuel levy. Number three is the fuel levy. And look, we are an industry that relies heavily on machinery. I mean, look at the roads, the infrastructures. When you increase the fuel levy from uh, VAT from eight to 60%, you're increasing the cost of construction. I mean, it's basic sense. So that's another concern we have. And it's not even the, the direct cost of construction. There's even the, the cost of manufacturing of construction material is going to go up. Right, Even those things that you want to produce locally, that you want it to be cheaper, by just increasing fuel levy, you're going to increase the cost of production, which they will pass to the construction sector. What are we talking about again? So, from the construction equipments that do excavations and the levelings and the compactions of the roads of every development, there's always a machine involved. Transportation cost is big in the construction sector and real estate sector. Fuel levy, the, 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 the revised uh, VAT from 8 to 16% is going to directly impact the cost of construction. And just not just that, even the cost of manufacturing, which affects construction, manufacturing construction materials, your you nails, it, the, the hinges, all right? So while you are blocking uh, the importation of some of these things that would have been inevitably cheaper uh, and lower cost of construction, you've slapped that transition again. And again, you are increasing the cost of production, the cost of manufacturing. We are building up a big problem in terms of cost of construction. And you know, these taxations also come from the backdrop that in January, we increased the capital gain tax from 5 to 15 percent. Just January this year, the capital gain tax increased from 5 to 15 percent. And look at what happened. I saw a report the other day that. Because of that, revenue from CGT, capital gain tax, fell by 13% in the first quarter of this year. So, and, and some of us wonder about this, that when you increase capital gain tax, then you are, you are essentially hindering people from investing in property. They will not sell, they will not buy. Those who want to buy, will not, those who want to sell, they will not sell, because there's what we call the lock-on effect. Yeah? While I was paying 5% in December of 2022, by January I was paying 15%. That alone, the percentage that I'm going to lose 15% to government will make people not to sell property or even invest in property. And we raised, we raised this fundamentally when this tax was being tripled. And look at the effect. 30% drop in revenue. Again, just point to you necessarily that it's not just when you increase taxation that you will get the revenue. Sometimes... Of our taxations on perception of taxations, and poor feeling is too much, will actually lower the revenue because people start to avoid it, people don't want to get involved in it. So there's a negative effect in terms of getting the revenue you wanted by increased taxation. And we were talking about this on the backdrop that the, the construction sector last year suffered serious in terms of growth. Yeah, if I can give you the, the, the statistics, it's here. The, the sector growth declined from six point six point seven percent in 2021 to four point one percent in 2022. Right? So last year we had we had a, a what? A two point six percent growth decline in the construction sector. Two point six percent. Two point six percent. And of course, elections. We uh, this country elections. We fold up because. All sectors actually just fall down. Now, we expected that in this year there will be that attempt by the government to take it a notch higher. Yeah? Boost the built environment, boost the construction sector, let it go up. You know, we are talking about uh, people saying, oh, we want to create jobs, we want to create jobs. But and the same last year, if you look at the construction input inflation, rose from 3.4% in 2021 to In 2022 is the cost of input inflation the cost of materials 2021 3.4 percent this 21 december 20, 2022 december 7.1 percent yeah we suffered a lot last year from in, co- cost inflation of construction inputs of course the steel was ridiculous the ukraine war the steel issues and all those seven issues and one of the problem again was the clinker but again now, instead of helping the built environment to now try to recover after the biggest uh, uh, slash last year of growth, again, we are stopping it in a lot of transition. It's already a limping industry and we are beating it up with a lot of transition. It's going to be a problem. It's looking very gloomy for us in this year. Very gloomy. Yeah. So those are my main issues with the finance bill. My, my initial finance bill. How... Uh, importation on investment. We've slapped the BITS environment with, you're telling us, don't import. All right? There's a 10% taxation on importation. Slapped totally. And on an industry that imports nearly 70% of its material, and not willingly. As I said, we do not import materials because we like it. The reason why people go to import because it's cheaper. You want to lower the cost of construction. By increasing taxation there, of course, if you'll find it still cheaper to import, you will slap that 10% taxation and pass it on to the consumer. Then we had the clinker cost, the clinker taxation, 10% again. Again, I have a big problem with that. There should have been a moratorium on that taxation. You should allow allowed a six-month period for that capacity to be realized deficit to be realized and then begin to bump up that cost of uh, taxation on clinker. So you'll, you'll have gone for another six months until January probably. Alright? Then number three is the fuel levy. The fuel levy is, for me, is the most ridiculous thing we've done. It's going to uh, inevitably, inevitably, adversely increase the construction cost. And it's going to be instant. Yeah? It's going to be instant. Construction relies heavily on transportation, on machinery. Manufacturers are going to bump up this cost, pass it over to the construction sector. So, yes, I understand that there is need for taxation. and, and, And the government must be encouraged to tax people. That I understand how much. That much I get. All right? But... Some of these taxes don't make sense when you have an agenda of trying to spur an industry, build affordably. That's my concern. When you are in the business of making people have an agenda of affordability, this, as I I said to you, the construction sector is limping, literally limping, with a 2.6% growth decline last year. What is it that you have done this year that's going to spur growth? What is it? Someone need to show me that. What taxation? What what incentive is there in the finance bill that is going to spur growth this year? I don't see any. I don't see any. We are halfway through this year, and already there is a taxation issues we are facing through the finance bill. We're going to be problems. And research has shown that the construction industry is growth is very tight, joined at the hip with the country's uh, economic growth. If you keep bumping, uh, 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 if you keep hitting this industry with a lot of the way we are doing, you're going to run into problems, a serious problem in terms of economic growth. So those are my issues with finance bill. I, I have nothing personal against finance bill. But those three taxation areas are a big concern for me. And unfortunately, they have, they have all passed. Now is what we wait to see. We've raised issues on it before. we raised so many concerns before it was discussed. Government have gone away with it. Let's now buckle up. What waits for us ahead is something that we'll all have to buckle up. For the construction sector, it doesn't look good. It's extremely gloomy.